0: This
1: is a Digo podcast. Hello everyone, this is a Digo archived episode. Uh, This was recorded in the middle of the pandemic back in August, and we just never really got around to releasing it. So this one is cleaned up a little bit for uh, just spacing, uh, but we were together in the same room, and so single track made it a little harder to edit down some of the noises and we were in a garage so that kind of helped a little bit uh so this is as raw of an episode as you're going to get so hopefully you enjoy it hello and welcome to the drinking geek out podcast this is a show where we drink beer and geek out you're listening to the faust brewing episode uh, featuring six of the Faust beers, and we'll get into what they are later uh, with your host, Dustin and Saf.
2: Back to the classic logo be- or uh, yeah. theme song because there's no geek. Yeah, right.
1: It's a. Uh, it's it's really weird when when I have to think about what, what theme song, song has then. to be because <laughs> a lot of the times the topic that we have pretty much sets it up for us. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just go get the eight bit, you know, theme of that one. It's like, no, we have a which episode do we have it so I can just grab it? What, <laughs> what is that? That's a good song though. It's not as good as the original, the OG. The, the, yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was fun. Early episode. one. Yeah, like Eric Skiff or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Good man, having the, the free 99 music out there for us to use. But anyways, today's episode is on Faust Brewing. Um, Faust Brewing Company has been open to the public since 1998 in New Bronzefeld, Texas, a small town renowned for its authentic German heritage and culture. The German process of drinking beer uh, and beer making is legendary, and the Faust Brewing Company continues the tradition with its original and varied lines of ales. Uh so how do we have this? So my wife Sarah from
2: the Firefly episodes went to New Brunswell's to visit with her grandma, who lives in that area, and I was like, hey, stop in this brewery and see if they will let you do a like a variety pack or something. She's like, okay, I don't have anything else to do, like nothing else is opened at this point. So uh she went in there and got me six unique or specialty beers that they make. They're actually where they brew it, they have like a tap room, but that's not open because of COVID. Mm. But they also have a hotel with a restaurant and a bar. Oh, in. nice. So she was able to go there and get the beer. So um, I
1: might have her come in and uh, describe it or whatever a little cool. later. Yeah. Do uh, you hear that, Brew Dog? You're not the first to make a hotel. <laughs> yeah.
2: They've been open. So- well, the hotel's been open forever. Yeah. and But you said they opened in 98, which yeah. is yeah. earlier than Brew Dog. So maybe they stole the idea. That's crazy. Um, But on to our first beer, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the brewery and whatnot. We have the SS American Memorial. Uh, Well, this is Uncommon Valor, and that says California Common, so I'm not sure. Untapped and their website have conflicting descriptions and information, so I tried to do an amalgamation of all the information. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I had a few... California Commons yesterday, so now I know what they taste like. Okay, so I've I don't think, never think I've ever had ha- one. up until yesterday. I had no idea what that was. It's a new thing I've noticed, like
2: be- a new beer coming out, but I've this is my first time experiencing it, so yep. since you've had it, you'll have to let me know if this is what it's supposed to taste like or
1: Or maybe they're doing it better.
2: I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. Um so this comes in at four point nine five percent ABV. It's okay. pretty low. Yeah. Um eighteen IBUs, which is the venom his first appearance in web of spider-man number 18 uh, they protect you now show your support lift a beer in celebration of freedom this beer benefits the ss american memorial foundation honoring all americans 100 percent american style beer with a strong refreshing backbone our fermentable collaboration with the ss american memorial in seguan texas this California common style ale uses lager yeast fermented at warmer ale temperatures to achieve a smooth, distinctive flavor. So we have a bottle of this, 12-ounce bottle. It's got like a blue label with um, like a sergeant or I don't know what rank that is with the stars, but it's like some
1: sort of metal. Yeah, it's like a general type of thing. I don't know. Five star? Yeah. Eagle... He, he looks mad. The eagle's like yelling, <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
1: over like a crest, and um, that's about
2: it. Not nothing too spectacular about it, but yeah. it says it has their logo and stuff on there, and it has some of the information that I just read on the this side. On the side, yeah.
1: I mean, I I don't hate it. The the, the you know the label, yeah. Uh, it's it's not, simple. Yeah, it's not over the top. It's small. Uh, you get more. You don't have a whole lot of uh, space mm-hmm. for. Uh, label designs on a bottle usually uh, because, like, the neck and all that stuff makes it really tough to kind of put a label on there. And it's got the red, white, and blue colors. Right, in, yeah.
2: And the American colors, so it makes sense. Right. Um,
1: the beer color, however, something that I feel like we haven't had in a while. Yeah, it's almost like Morph Ball, Ben Grimm style. Like, are th- th- 13 or 14. But I have I have sunlight. Yeah, I have shad- shade, shadows. Yeah, so... I think it is in the thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, 15 I, th- I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, Ben Grimm. Yeah, let's go
2: with the Ben Grimm. Waft it up
1: and just yeah. give it a smell. It's very interesting, like smell to it. It
2: smells kind of like a vinegary, yeah,
1: uh, scent. I, just from that smell, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was worried about it,
2: but it did take a plane trip, so I don't know if that'll affect it or not. The yeah, not cabin pressure.
1: Mm-hmm. Who knows. Beer's is mysterious. <laughs> it's fickle. Uh, but yeah, you said it, It um, what is an ale that uses the yager, or lager yeast? At like and then warmer like, temperatures. At warmer temperatures. I don't know. That's kind of weird. But experimentation, I guess, is key. And I just want to start tasting this yep,
2: bad Yeah, let's give it a try.
1: I mean, smooth, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have that vinegar
2: flavor that I was no, it doesn't.
1: smelling. So that's good. It does have a, as I say, distinct flavor. I'm not really sure what it is, though. It's something. It's got kind of a
2: lager taste and a Pilsner kind of mixed. Yeah.
1: It's very, very Vienna y, mm-hmm. Belgian y style lager taste. Very malty up front. Yeah. So it has that like distinct I don't know, distinct flavors kind of uh, has like that malt forward, mm-hmm. uh, Vienna styled, like Belgian y ale. Exactly.
2: It's got like a lingering, Almost like a bitter flavor, not like a
1: like a malt bitter, not a hop bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like malt vinegar. Mm-hmm. I have it up on on tap. So it only have like six chickens. It's seven. <laughs> it must be fairly new. Yeah, they did say freedom, so I figured it was released around the Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yeah. Um, so
2: yeah, seven total check-ins, six ratings, but the average is unavailable with that low of
1: low of ratings. Yeah, there's only one beer that matches that description. Okay. And the name. I, I look it up. I mean, the picture matches. Right. But you never know. If
2: someone can create their own. And, yeah. Uh, I see a 2.75, a 3.5, a 4.25. It's kind of all over the place. Nobody said anything. So I don't know what they're feeling. Right. There's a 4.5, which is the highest, and a 2.5, which is the lowest. Uh, so it kind of spans the. The whole rating system.
1: Hmm. I guess people just—they're not sure about this beer. Like, what to think?
2: Yeah, if you haven't had the style before, it's kind of hard to know if it's mm-hmm. a good version or not. How does it compare to the other ones you had similar?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, this one has a little bit more of a weirder smell. Yeah, than, the smell is a little off. Uh, like than the other beers that I had. I guess I only had two. Oh, sorry, I was in the middle of proposing an edit for that. I added the ABVs and the IBUs. I think I might like the other ones better than this one, uh, and that could be a difference between being on tap versus bottled, uh, bottled and bottled up and you know shipped treat. across the country. Yeah. Uh,
2: but and but and as we taste the other beers, maybe they all have like a similar smell or like you know how breweries have like their yeah. own thing. So we'll... See if it's something that spreads across all six of these beers or if it's just unique to this w- one style. Right. Hmm. What do I want to score it, though?
1: I think I figured it out. Let me add a picture, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be a cool kid photographer as well. Yeah,
2: <clears throat> you got to get your badges up. All right, I'm checked in and ready to roll. I have just checked it in, too, so we can compare scores.
1: <sighs> Yeah, that smell. I just yeah. You don't want to you don't want
2: to breathe it in too hard.
1: As you're going up for the the drink, uh, okay. you just get that smell. It's it's if it's a little off. It's a little off putting. But I gave it a three point two five. Uh, it's we complain about the the smell mm-hmm. and whatever, but it's still a drinkable beer. Yeah, um, and. Who knows if this Cali Common takes off a little bit, and people start getting into it and perfecting how it's supposed to be? That you know, we we can find some enjoyable Cali Commons. I remember when I first started drinking beer, I would just stick to stouts and everything because I thought those taste the best. Right, and I hated IPAs, and now I pretty much drink exclusively (laughs) IPAs. It seems these days.
2: Well, I mean, that seems to be the thing only thing people are brewing.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely something new and it has a lot of room for growth.
2: Yeah, definitely. I went one higher than you, three and a half. Um, I agree the smell. We've said that multiple times, but I have a deviated septum. So I don't, I, I have to really try to get the smell so it doesn't bother me as much when I'm drinking. Right. Um, and I, I, like I said, I haven't had a bunch of these, so I don't know exactly if this is going to be the best one ever or not. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's very drinkable, and uh, it goes down smooth. So I don't have a ton to complain about, besides the smell right. and like a little bit of the aftertaste.
1: Right, and it's it's tough to be to say that too because. You know, we may, it'd be, it might be off-putting for the smell, but maybe that's what it's supposed to yeah. smell like. and We'll just <laughs> get true. used to it, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. Can't knock it until we try a couple. And then once we, you know, hit the, the sweet spot, and maybe we can be like, oh, yeah, no, that's what they're supposed to taste and smell like. Once we get our 10,000 hours with uncommon ales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most definitely.
2: Mm. So I have the Faust Brewing Company's uh, untapped, just like the whole brewery. Yeah. And they have 10,079 ratings for their 211 beers, and their average is 3.55. So it's not – I mean, that's pretty respectable 3.55 for 211 beers, I I think.
1: Right. I feel like a lot of places who are Mm -hmm. German-focused, they kind of either knock it out of the park with how great the beers are, or they're just – you know that weird german style brewery uh and so it's it's really tough to get like a good reading on people's untapped stuff and when you're in a small town like that it's like do you have a bunch of craft beer drinkers
2: Mm -hmm. i mean they're close to austin so maybe they'll get some of that crowd in there
1: yeah the hipsters from austin will come but their website's pretty cool um they have a like a a picture wheel or whatever and -hmm. their german alt beer looks delicious which it's on our list of course okay so all right let's see is there an about us section on you read it already that's it <laughs> that was okay. all
2: that i could find
1: all right cool yeah uh if anyone listening wants to check out this brewery uh just to kind of see uh about them even if you're not planning to go to texas anytime soon but it's fastbrewing.com if you're interested mm-hmm. all right we well, are back uh we just took a minor break you probably didn't even notice you were gone did you guys (laughs) uh we we had to get not get rid of we had to finish off that uh other beer the memorial uh while we uh you know sat here or whatever so didn't want to jump to uh the other beer without cleaning this one out uh but the next beer we have is altered states it is an alt beer. It is the actual beer that was on the website that I said, "Oh, that looks good." So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> it just happened to be the next one I had on the list. <laughs> just so happens. Uh, this is kind of confusing, uh, so I'll let you explain it. But I'll read the first number. Uh, so the ABVs on this say six percent. That's what it says on Untapped. Untapped, and then five percent. That's what it says on their website. Okay, and what is? Is there anything on the bottle? Nope. Nope. Okay. So I'm going to go with the untapped. I think we're just going to stick to that one, the 6%. And then the IBUs on untapped is 28, yep. which is 28, 28 days, days later. later. I feel like we get that one quite often. Yeah,
2: it seems to be a common, common one.
1: Yeah. All right, so a little bit about the beer. Uh, we all need to change our perspectives every now and again and take a little trip to the dark side. This Dusseldorf-styled ale is the quintessential alt beer attaining the duality uh, of a light-bodied ale with dark malty flavor and color. Let it bring out the devil in you. This dark and robust ale benefits from extended fermentation time. A blend of roasted and caramel malts achieve a clean and easy drinking flavor. So the bottle looks pretty cool i like that logo
2: yeah the first um like three sentences you said are from the bottle ah. i think the rest of it's from untapped or uh their website i mean huh. uh, yeah it's got a dude with horns i guess Yeah, it's
1: supposed to be the devil it says let it bring out the devil in you uh, okay so it looks like a dude that's like morphed into a devil mm-hmm. it looks pretty dope uh i like the uh beer uh lettering as like a illuminati style (laughs) where it's like an almost like an Mm, anagram and uh
2: it's got like an orange colored background mm -hmm. and yeah it just seems like a random guy that is turning into the devil
1: right yeah he
2: he grew horns because he drank this beer
1: yeah it's It's like the the red bull gives you horns (laughs) (laughs) pretty excited about it and the the extended uh fermentation time that makes me happy too so i'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about uh, tasting this guy the logo on untapped actually has a it says change states
2: mm. on the sides of his head so that's kind of cool too
1: so he's changing from human to devil <laughs> that's cool
2: The color of this beer is dark much darker than yeah
1: much much darker than the previous beer but it's still got some red hues to it yeah it does it's not quite that far down almost like a a Dargen's glass or like K2SO. I think, mainly, I think K2SO at 49.
2: Yeah, I could get behind that. It looks pretty reasonable.
1: Yeah. It's got the uh, German scent. It does. It's like that. It's like you can smell the, <laughs> uh, the lightness of it.
2: Mm, it, it, it reminds me of uh,
1: Oktoberfest or Hefeweizen. Or yeah, like the very like moist smells. All right. Just go ahead and give <laughs> her a <laughs> taste. Diving right in. Splash. Mm. Oh, that is
2: really good. That is a solid uh alt beer. It's got almost a little roasty or smoky element to it. hmm
1: There we go. I had difficulty finding this <laughs> on my phone. Altered states. Yep. So there is this one's actually checked in more. Uh so we have twelve hundred and twenty-seven check-ins uh for a three point five eight bottle caps there have been 1600 people who've checked it in uh but not everybody posts so this person had it at the hotel which makes sense
2: it's probably where most people are getting it these days Mm -hmm. i don't know if they distribute to maybe local uh, liquor stores or something
1: yeah it seems to be across the board uh pretty consistent um 3.75, 3.75, 4, 4.25. This one's weird. Uh, New York Pizza Pub had it, and he gave it a 1.75.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I, I just scrolled
1: past that. Didn't give anything. Oh,
2: I guess New York Pizza Pub is in New Brunsville, Texas.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I just looked it up on the map. Good, good, good. I was like, how'd they get it in New York?
2: <laughs> I was curious about that. Just the style pizza, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Alt, malt. It's all good. Seventy-five, three seventy-five, uh, three point five. Here's a four. It's a fun beer. This.
2: Uh, who checked that in?
1: Over oh, the fun beer, uh, it was Joshua M.
2: Mike H says hints of coffee. Still have not acclimated to it and gave it a one.
1: A one. Oh, here we go. Some broken English. Eh, it's not broken English. It's started off with broken English and then went to another language. <laughs> <laughs> so Armando. You go to 375. And he said some things about it.
2: <laughs> Let me see what Translate says. Yeah. Dark, dense, with honey notes, toasted by both coffee and chestnut. Honey, dry, sour, caramelized, intense, and balanced, good. Is what he said in Spanish, I think.
1: Yeah, Spanish. or Yeah. I kind of agree with him. Now yeah. that I know what he said. Thumbs up, thumbs up, 425. I'm really seeing a whole lot of notes, and anyone who's contrarian doesn't really say anything. Yeah, it's
2: like I'll give it a one, but I'm not going to tell you why. I don't. Yeah. I don't like this style,
1: so I give it a zero. Right. I like how Google, it's like, oh, that's a face.
2: Yeah, it, my phone did that too.
1: All right, I'm in. Um. Did you take your outdoor picture with this one? I just took a picture from right here. Oh, I'll okay. do
2: an outdoor picture on the next one.
1: Okay. So I gave it a four. Uh it is quite tasty, I think. Uh yeah, just uh just very it's very sweet. I can tell you like the the caramely sweetness to mm-hmm. it. Um it's dark, very smooth. Um kind of toasty. Yeah. You said it was kind of like smoked, but I think that's more of just like the toasty flavor.
2: Yeah, I said roasty and toast or yeah, roasty and smoky.
1: Guess what? We've got a handhold going oh, on here. Oh nice. Hand. Yeah, we can't do that though. <laughs> We're not allowed to. We put our blue gloves on and we'll <laughs> hold hands. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good version of an alt beer. Like, um, I like the maltiness to it and all of those uh, uh, kind of smoky or roasty or toasty flavors. I think it, it's actually, I mean, obviously it's the favorite one
1: so far out of the two. Mm-hmm. Right, so far. It's pretty good. Excited to see what is coming next. We had two, two basically off uh, different spectrums, uh, so pretty excited to see it. One, one was okay. One was really good. So,
2: while we finish this off, I will read this little bit about the hotel. It says um, on their the hotel website. I don't know. I didn't write that down, but it says sip, savor, and stay at the Faust Hotel, New Brunsfels, Texas. Located in historic downtown New Brunswick, the Faust Hotel was built in 1929 and offers guests a step back into time to a period of simplicity and elegance. The Faust Hotel offers everything you could need for your next vacation, weekend getaway, or group functions if you're allowed to go outside again. A hotel, I didn't say that, I added that. A hotel, event center, brew pub, full bar, and restaurant You'll need to go no further than your very own hotel to experience New Brunswick's best. The Faust is within walking distance uh, to Schittlabarn Water Park, the Comal River, and New Brunswick's Civic Center, and it's centrally located between San Antonio and Austin. The Faust is... Also next to specialty stores, antique shops, boutiques, and only minutes away from Gwennie, Texas. Making it an ideal vacation getaway all year round, except for during COVID seasons.
0: Yeah. All
2: right. Our third beer is the Mike Crow IPA. Um, The ABV is 5.6, and the IBUs are 68 is
1: the game of thrones nice that's a new one for us we haven't had that on there but it's the uh i picked this one as the game of thrones because it is the average number of chapters per book oh cool um they range from like 66 to 72 or 73 and uh when you add up all the chapters for each of the books and divide them by five you get 68
2: clever that's way more clever than room temperature which is 72 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's 75 do we have something for 75?
1: Yeah, bingo balls. Oh, yeah. Number of balls and a standard game of bingo. Yep.
2: That is what the website says for IBUs. Mm. Um, our India Pale Ale is all hopped up and ready to roll right down your parched hop head throat. A classic micro IPA like ours burst with citrusy American hops and has a dry finish. A classically balanced IPA bursting with hop flavor from Cascade and Horizon additions adding spicy, earthy, and floral notes to pair with the malt and yeast to make an enjoyable enjoyable drinkable
1: beer. What That's is... a very tough statement. Enjoyably drinkable beer. I wonder if this micro I know, I was
2: trying to Google it, but there's just like Micro's Facebook profile. Like, That's probably just some random guy named Micro.
1: Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, speaking of Mike Crow, the label is green and it looks like there is just some guy with a, the name Hophead. Is Cause his, he's got hops in his head. His brain.
2: Is that the bird eating, the crows eating hops yeah. out of his head? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the crow basically eating him.
2: Eating out of his open cranium.
1: Yeah. And he looks happy about it. So there's nothing morbid technically about this logo um there's something in the water is that a? I don't know if it, oh never mind that's not the, i was like there's something in the watermark, but that's just a just condensation. condensation kind of making it look kind of wavy uh but there's the this design on it it's a darker green it has lines through it giving it some kind of texture and then around the hop head is just a very lighter green and it's uh just very cl- like a flat there's no texture to it so it's just yeah. like an outline and then you got this hophead, bro. His name's Mike, probably. So on LinkedIn,
2: there's a Mike Crow who's the chief information officer at Colgate.
1: Oh, cool.
2: And I was trying to see is this the same, like this profile picture? Is that that guy? Because <laughs> it does sort of look like him. It does. <laughs> but I don't know. Wow. <laughs> It is just a random white guy, so, I mean. They all look the same. There's only a few versions of us. There's bearded with glasses or clean shaven.
1: Um, So, yeah, you described the bottle. Let's get to the beer color. This is back back up in the the orange category.
2: About back to where we were the last time. Yeah, a little bit darker. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to go with Crash Bandicoot, but.
1: Yeah. I'm good with that. It's not quite the amber cane, so I'm good with saying crash. That is our number seventeen. Yep, there's it there it is again. Yeah, it does have that similar Yeah, it's got that, that vinegary smell. And that that's kind of funny too, because when we had the those strictly German beers during Oktoberfest and all that, I forget the name of the brewery. Uh the Munich one uh new no i
2: was going to say new brunsvells but that's what, what that's we're talking where, about yeah. right now
1: they, they all ha, all three of yeah. those beers we had they had that same smell and this is very similar to that it's not the same smell but it's very similar to that it's like Hoffbrew House or yeah, something yeah the like House, that. yeah that one so this one has it's almost like a signature smell and it's a, it's probably has everything to do with the the water and the oh, yeah, cakes yeah. and the lines and you know you're using such specific cleaning that you have your own smell to it. I don't know. It does smell like it might have like a creamy aspect to
2: it Yeah. after I shook it up a little bit. Right. So it has a similar smell, but a little bit more hoppy and creamy kind mm-hmm. of tones to it. But we'll find out here. Definitely like a vinegary. I wonder how they clean their stuff. If yeah, they use, like they a use probably some sort of vinegar uh, mixture, just flush out the lines.
0: Yeah.
1: Up, oh, it's in the to taste too. Yeah, this one is very... Uh yeah it's, you can tell. And those uh
2: IBUs aren't
1: off like it's pretty high. Yeah. At this point I think I would agree with the seventy five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or the sixty eight for sure. Yeah. I'm drinking a hop, a vinegary hop mm-hmm. right now. It is smooth though. Yeah, it's very smooth. I can't really taste any maybe slight citrus. Yeah, it's
2: a cascade and Horizon yeah. hops. So Cascade I'm pretty familiar with so I could kind of see that. I don't know if that I've had an horizon to yeah, specifically to be able to pick that out. <sighs> yeah, I think they had a couple other beers available but I thought we had to get an IPA. Yeah. Just
1: to compare. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, on to their untapped. We have 1130 check-ins for 3.37 uh 1500 total people have tried it. Yeah, I don't. Again, not a whole lot of people say anything. Most people are saying like threes in the three range, which makes sense because that's what the rating is. Yeah, pretty good. Let's uh, scroll down. Yeah, we're gonna N- meet you in the middle somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm down to May, almost into April, and I'm still not seeing a whole lot. Uh, here's one. Uh, killer brewery with great beer. Love this multi-hopped up beer, Mike S. at the at the brewery in February.
2: I went to 2019 and I'm still, it's, there's no like comments. It's just a bunch of check-ins. Yeah. Some people just aren't doing the
1: untapped right. But guess what? I never add a comment either. <laughs>
2: well, usually if I'm not recording, I try to.
1: Yeah. But when I'm at, if I'm out at a brewery and I'm trying every single one of them, I don't. Mm. I don't get to it. I just mark it so I can drink it. I used to put in the comments, listen to this episode for my, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> for my real comments. <laughs> Uh, I don't think you read this one. Oh, yeah, you did in February. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yep, that was I scrolled all the way down to like September 2019, and <laughs> that was the first comment I saw. I almost thought it was a Dirty Jobs reference. Mike Rowe.
1: Oh, yeah. Photogenic Brew 16. I uh I had a comment, and it was classic. But I will defer to you to start since I started with the other two. Well, I'm kind of
2: wavering, but... Uh, This seems fair. Uh, It went with a three. Hmm. Just basically, it's not really that good of an IPA. I'm an IPA drinker these days, and this, I mean, it has, like, all the elements, but it just seems a little off. Right. It's a little too bitter, a little too vinegary, like, but it is, it still has, like, the backbone of an IPA in there. It just kind of, it's off.
1: Yeah, I gave it a three point five, a little high, I think. But I was I was
2: between three and three point two five. I yeah, couldn't decide if the, I'm with a lower end.
1: Right. The base flavor is growing on me. Like the mm-hmm. up front, when you first take that sip, it's growing on me. The the hops, good flavor to them, mm-hmm. uh, but they linger exactly. quite a bit. That vinegar aftertaste and everything it's just. It's a it's a nice beer, not really that great of an IPA, um, but at the same time, since we're having the same flavors in these beers, kind of. Yeah, it seems to. I'm, be I'm wondering, like, are we just doing it, line. you know, doing it bad, doing it wrong by uh, tasting it in the manner that we're tasting? But
2: oh well, mm. there is a good like sweetness up front. Before the hops set in, that I enjoy, but then yeah. the, the hops kind of take over and it leaves a a foul aftertaste.
1: Yeah, I just don't like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't hate it. I no, I, yeah, I don't. It. I don't hate it, but uh, it's gonna be tough to finish it. Luckily, we're sharing one. Yeah.
2: While we are getting the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at DrinkinGeekOut.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkinGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content, and that is patreon.com slash drinkingeekout.
1: And now, back to the show. All right, on to beer number four. This one's pretty exciting looking, so hopefully it tastes as good as it sounds. But we have the Bucket Brigade in front of us, which is a red cream ale. Uh, I like red cream ales. Me too. Um. Like cream sodas and stuff. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this is good. Uh, It's got 3.8% ABV, which is really low and pretty exciting. Could be dangerous. (laughs) Uh, And a 15 IBUs, which means Spider-Man. So two Spider-Man references. Wow, that's clever. Yeah, this one is because his first appearance was in Amazing Fantasy number 15. A good comic. You read it? Uh, No, I've seen pictures a lot of my stuff is seeing pictures. <laughs> so, Watch a YouTube video about it. Yeah. An immensely drinkable light biscuity beer with complimentary floral notes perfect for the heat. Made in collaboration with and with partial proceeds benefiting new Brunsfell's firefighters. That's awesome.
2: I like that. The, two of these beers that we've had so far out of the, this is the fourth one have like donated to some, some, yeah. co- some cause.
1: I've always said this, uh, and starting back to when I was in St. Louis, checking out UCBC and all that stuff, where a lot of these breweries do so much for the community exactly that they're in. Uh, so it's like-, like
2: if you promote a beer as it's uh, for a good cause, I'm 100 percent more likely to buy it. Mm-hmm. Like all these. Once we've gotten for the indie relief fund.
1: Yeah, no, I'm willing to make the trip mm-hmm. on the day it's released to pick them up. Um,
2: like I want to drink your beer, and I also want to put my money towards good use. So, always if that those two things go hand in hand, then I'm right. I'll do it for sure. Uh, oh, bottle. Yes, it's got a red background, firefighter style. It's got a Dalmatian on there, which makes it on brand. (laughs) Uh, He's got a fire helmet on, even more on brand. Uh, And he's holding a bucket Mm -hmm. that says New Brunfels Professional Firefighters Association. And it's got like their little seal on it. Nice. It looks like something's spilling out of the bucket. Hopefully, water, right? But it's like purple. It looks like jam. A <laughs> <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I figured it'd be water, but I, mean, I don't know. It, it, I've never seen water that color, yeah. unless you got it out of the like a Fort Wayne River. Yeah, or just Flint tap water. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, but I, I do enjoy the dog on this one. Yeah, and it says local three eight four five. It's that probably would be the, the
1: local fire station yeah. number or whatever. Yeah,
2: very cool. Uh, the color of the beer, however, not as red as I thought it would be. But yeah. it's more of a deep brown.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, you're anticipating something like uh, a red cream soda. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ooh, yeah, let's do that. But instead, you're getting something like John Wick's bloody face or yep. Donkey Kong's I, hair. I, I right? was exactly gonna say Donkey Kong's yeah. fur. Perfect. It's DK's hair. <laughs> it it's, it oh, works oh. because you have that bottle over there for New Dung City. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, that I stole from... Well, I asked for at a beer tasting we went to.
1: Like, Because they were just pouring them into bottles. Like, can I
2: actually have that bottle? Sure.
1: Yeah. When we're di- when you're done with it, you don't have to give me the full. Right. <laughs> She's like, oh, I have a box over here with empty bottles. I was like, oh, okay. How many you got? <laughs> <laughs> Wafter around. There's not a whole lot there.
2: It still has a similar... F- like back sent to the previous
1: mm-hmm.
2: not as strong though not a,
1: definitely not as strong
2: it still has elements of that I, like, eh, I'm, I'm i'm pulling out
1: yeah
2: maybe i we need pretzels for our nose to clear yeah. our sinuses <laughs> in between beers right. <laughs> yeah
1: there's i mean the only thing i can smell i think is that smell mm-hmm. that we've been smelling it, it's not strong but it has nothing to it even after a waft is like nothing to this,
2: yeah, you don't get any of that like a red or creamy mm-hmm. aspects, but we will find out what it tastes like right now, yeah, definitely light, yeah the the three point eight percent comes through, also kind of sweet,
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: very esque. mm-hmm, still trying to find that red, but honestly, I'm not sure what a red cream ale is supposed to taste like, other than that I know what it tastes like,
2: mm-hmm. they're kind of a little maltier maybe yeah.
1: But this is this beer is most definitely way better than the IPA we just had. Yeah.
2: I'm enjoying I just it's easy drinking for sure mm-hmm. and it'll go down in seconds.
1: I wonder if this is if this was fizzier if it would be more reminiscent of the cream ale that we're anticipating yeah. like the, the red cream soda. But I think this is actually pretty good and it may have been yeah. more
2: carbonated before it went on the airplane.
1: Yeah, we, we're still we're still battling with that one. Yeah, we're not sure. It's hard.
2: Yeah, it's hard to com- say really what happens, but being packed in a suitcase and flown across, but right,
1: we're just gonna go with it. Not be too harsh on these beers, right? Can't you know you can't carry it on; it has to be checked <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. But it's very smooth. They're really good with making things very mm-hmm. smooth, and there's a little hint of the flavor. It's there. It's there, and I think if it's more fizzy, I think yeah, it'd be spot on. Like the
2: the creamy sweetness comes mm-hmm. through. It's just not. I think it's like so light that it's kind of seems like almost watered down or something. Right. The red ale I made is definitely got a stronger flavor than this one, but I didn't add as much water as I was supposed to. <laughs> so right. I really wanted those flavors to come through. Untapped. There are four hundred eleven check-ins. Three hundred thirty-eight of them are unique, and two hundred ninety-nine ratings with an average of three point six four out of five. And it looks like the average six a month. I think that's what that means. The number of check-ins the last four weeks was six. Hmm. I didn't. The website actually has that information. I've never noticed before.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw that last couple of years.
2: But three point six four. That's maybe the best one we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Like the highest. I so.
1: Which one did you click on? There's two.
2: Um, I don't know. It just says Bucket Brigade by Faust Brewing Company. The one that has 299 right. ratings. Yeah. But Let there's see what, what my phone has on
1: it. There's two of them. There's the Bucket Brigade, and then there's the Bucket Brigade 3845. But that one has zero check-ins.
2: Go with the other one. Right. You're right. I'm just
1: I was going to I just was like, that's weird that there's two.
2: There was one I looked up the other day that had three beers. Same brewery, same name, but three different beers you could look up. I was like, someone needs to. There's
1: a lot of people giving this thing a four. Okay Amber, three two seventy five. Yeah. Your opinion is noted, Brian.
2: It's not an amber, it's a red Mm. cream
1: ale. And unfortunate. oh, there we go. Ooh, sweet. 3.25.
2: Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of fours or 3.75s, but not a whole lot of verbs.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Easy drinking on a beautiful day, May 8th. Uh, slightly malty and easy to drink, 3.25 on In March 15th.
2: In January, Charles says, nice and malty,
1: 4.25. 30-minute wait. Whoa. 3.75. How is that the beer's fault?
2: Right. I'm going to give a negative review on whatever I yeah, platform I use.
1: It was at a restaurant. It wasn't even like at the brewery. <laughs> well, yeah. You get fault faust for that. <laughs> God, I hate your fucking beer. I had to wait 30 minutes to get service. John um, C. in December says,
2: cute bottle. Very plain. Two and a half.
1: Uh Stacy R at the brewery says I like it. It I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> it I don't love it. Yep. Uh 375. That was in February.
2: Drinking at the museum, somebody says, back when you could actually go to museums. Right, yeah. Alright, I'm ready to check mine in. I gave it a 3.75. Ooh. Which is I think the number of IBUs it has. <laughs> <laughs> or A B V uh percentage it has. But uh, I really like the, the sweetness and the oh. the creaminess to it. It just seems a little too light. I wish there was a little bit more to it, but it's mm-hmm. definitely very drinkable in a solid cream ale. I
1: just wish it was more of a red cream ale. Right. Uh, I gave it also a 375. Holding hands. Uh, the only knock I have for this is that it's not fizzier. <laughs> and that's a poor expectation of mine to expect a beer to be fizzy but like when I'm drinking a like a red cream soda it's you know this flavor plus some carbonation I mean it's in a bottle it should be carbonated mm-hmm. but just kind of expecting a little bit more uh, the flavor is good not that strong could be a little bit more red but it's still a pretty decent flavor to a cream ale and cream ale is usually boring so this one's exciting uh, to have you know this kind of spin on it but uh speaking of cream ales i bought a regular cream ale kit to make and a buddy of mine is giving me uh peaches from georgia so i want to make uh, peaches and cream that sounds like it'll be amazing yeah it's uh my first time going off script right adding your own little spin on it
2: don't fuck it up man it
1: probably will be fucked but... <laughs> Uh, We are back from our little bit of a break. Uh, Andrew went and grabbed his wife, who actually picked these beers up for us. uh, That I did. So she can tell us uh, just a little bit about the brewery slash hotel that you went to.
3: Yes, I almost passed it. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, they have like a half circle drive that leads to the back parking lot that you can only go one direction down. It was very confusing, but I almost passed it. Mm -hmm. But... Old brick building, very nice. New Brunswick is not very big, no, at all. It's fairly small compared to San Antonio and Austin, which are much closer. Well, which are very close to it. Um, but this is in the downtown area. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Grandma and Grandpa are like, I don't, I don't even, I've never heard of it, and I'm like, well, I. It's been there for a while from what I know. <laughs> right. And they're all, I just I don't know where that is. So I was like, it's okay. I have Google, it tells me where to go. Don't worry. Thought, are you sure you're gonna be okay? And then I almost passed it. So here we are. <laughs> but Old Brick Building, they redid it from what you said. Um in the nineteen twenties they
2: like took over this building and turned into a hotel.
3: And then added the brewery in... 98. 98. And um, I didn't go in the hotel prior, mainly because I was limiting my exposure to the outside world as much as possible since Grandma and Grandpa are in their 80s and 90s, and I didn't want to get them sick. Right. Um, so the restaurant brewery part, you go to the left when you go in the door, and right there is the bar, and then behind the bar, it's enclosed in, like, all glass, and it's these big, copper, gigantic things, and there's, like, six of them shoved in this tiny little area, and I'm like, can you actually do anything back there? <laughs> Didn't it-
2: Fermenters?
3: I don't know what they there were copper,
1: like copper stills <laughs> I,
3: I'm like, okay, like it's right there in the restaurant, but it's like has glass, and then the bar wraps around it, and then the rest of the area is tables for mm. eating um, and it was busy, I guess it's very popular because people kept coming in, and they're like, We're at max capacity.' Um, we can take your name and number, and we'll give you a call kind of situation. uh and they had quite a bit of the beers that you wanted. There was only one that they didn't want they didn't have um but it was super cheap too. Six beers for nine bucks. what? And I really? left them a dollar tip. <laughs> yeah, and Texas has a higher uh tax, mm-hmm. so I was like. I was like, six beers for $9? Are you sure? Did you do that right? I looked at the receipt, and I looked at the guy, and he's like, just uh, sign it and leave it here, and you can leave. I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is right? Nine? Yeah. It was a damn good deal. I just uh, had to make sure I didn't break the beers right. on the way home, which they didn't. I was yeah. Like, huh?
1: yeah. We were wondering if that had anything to do with – uh like the flavoring or smelling of the beer the car the cabin pressuring and
3: being
1: stowed away
3: i i would guess yes
1: yeah that would be a pretty educated guess
3: i i kept it um cool i had ice packs and then i now did they
1: give it to you out of like a refrigerator or cooler or whatever
3: yeah, it came straight to me. It was yeah. very cold, and then I went home right after that right. and put it right in the refrigerator. That's always
1: the worst, is like when you get it, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, just pull it out of the refrigerator. I'm like, no, I, I want it at room temperature, because yeah. that makes traveling so much easier.
3: Yeah, no, you don't get an option. It was cold as shit, and I was like, well, good thing I'm going home in New Brunswick, Not a very big place, so... I went home and stuck it in the refrigerator and grandma, grandpa are like, did you get everything that you needed to get? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I found it. Don't, she worry. And while I was out, I bought you this, this, and this. Because <laughs> I know that they don't get out much and they shouldn't. Right, yeah. Because they're in their 80s and 90s. 90, Girl, 92. Yeah. He's got two purple hearts, shrapnel in his chest from Korea. He should not go outside. Yeah, they're like we wear our mask and yeah, they 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 don't want to die. Let's put it that way. They they just don't want to die yet. They're not ready. Yeah. So, they care.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sarah, for that little bit of a description of what's going on with the what I uh, guess what's with what the brewery. It's no, the hotel pretty, room. Yeah, the hotel that's pretty on par with. Uh, breweries these days that I'm seeing where they have the limited capacity now that there are more people who are who want to go out there but then they're kind of like yeah you're kind of stuck yeah you
2: you have to be six feet apart so you can only have like two people per table if you live together so um, I guess the actual brewery is like two blocks away and that is still closed mm. alright next beer we have is the orange honey wheat Wheat beer, whit beer, however you want to say it, 5% ABV, 17 IBUs, which so, is, ooh, we got two, Android 17, it's from the Dragon Ball Z franchise, or Hostel 17, which is the name, code name for Spike in the television show Buffy, the third season. Um, this is a clean, tasty wheat ale brewed with orange and honey. Imagine that. Imagine that. Is that it? <laughs> yep. Uh, on the side of the bottle, it says, Orange, you glad you got this honey wheat?
1: Oh, shut the fuck up.
2: This beer drinks easy and pleases frequently. A fresh, refreshing and light wit beer with hints of orange and light sweetness of honey.
1: Oh. They
2: made the joke that everybody makes. Can you fault them for that? <laughs> yes, you can.
1: Yes, yes, you can.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the bottle's actually kind of. Yeah, I like it because it's, it's crisp, got the yeah. yellow background representing the honey. Then you got an orange, big, big old orange with a bee flying in front of it. So, mm-hmm. very fitting. Yeah, you can't really fault this bottle for anything.
1: Just a very bad orange joke,
2: <laughs> right?
1: All right, the color of the beer. Mm, my first thoughts are tails, tails, number five. It's very light.
2: Yeah, I'd, I might go one, maybe two up from that.
1: Well, more like Clyde's Ghost? Star Fox?
2: Uh, I would go with Star Fox, yeah. but that's because I'm looking into. Yeah, probably. Into I can the see dark. the
1: Star Fox. It doesn't really match him, but it matches the border yeah. around him. I think I'm good with that. Star Fox 64. Number
2: six. Should be getting orange and honey, but.
1: Yeah, I'm not smelling any of that.
2: No, I don't really get much at all.
1: It's just like a wheat, and Sherman wheat, so it's a pretty good one, you know? But
2: Maybe hints of the previous smells.
1: Maybe a hint of honey, maybe. Definitely not smelling any oranges though. Mm -mm.
2: I just get a little bit of that what we've been smelling all along in the previous beers, like that kind of
1: vinegary flavor, but yeah,
2: not. It's very, very muted on the nose. Not much there.
1: All right, let's taste it. Nice combo. I taste the orange though.
2: Yeah, very light. Mm Which five percent makes sense, but
1: yeah uh the upfront flavor is beautiful that honey and that orange taste yeah they come together don't, nicely don't really taste the wheat part though it's not very i was expecting like maybe some cloves it's mm. a banana because this is a german style wit beer yeah no banana is okay the clove part is is kind of a I would say necessity that's not there is kind of letting me down not having it there. I wonder if the orange is just yeah,
2: overpowering it.
1: Probably. Covering it up a little bit. But this is for sure drinkable. Like really nicely drinkable. Mm-hmm. I guess the further further down I get it, little tastes more and more like a wood beer.
2: Yeah, the longer you let it mellow in your mouth, like some of those flavors are mm-hmm. uh, findable.
1: So there's uh, only 533 check-ins. Giving this at 3.5. I think that's extremely low.
2: Yeah. I, this is not one of, from what I could tell, one of their season. It's like a seasonal beer,
1: not one of their year-round beers. Which is weird because, I mean, when I think German beers, I think wheat beers. Are right. Well, they do have another wheat beer that is year-round. This is just like. A variant maybe, of that? Maybe. Socially distanced beverages are the best. mm <laughs> Three point two five. I'm seeing some of the same names on here, like Joshua M. and Yeah, they probably Jason have their W. You know, probably did the regulators. same thing. You know,
2: this picture is on Draft, and they actually have the orange slice in the beer, which always adds a little. Yeah, little something, something.
1: Ninety nine cases of beer in the fridge. Ninety nine cases of beer. Pick one up. Drink it all up. Ninety eight cases of beer in the fridge. Four point two five uh eric j replied to that saying great song to day drink to i uh, wish i could day drink today dot 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 very depressing this is like a couple of days ago
2: uh stephanie says funny how our tastes change i love the honey wheat and seek it out whenever i can but the orange honey doesn't taste as good to me now hmm. but she still gave it a four
1: Powell g said had to sacrifice one to the maulers the mini growler to test my margaritaville bottle opener. Uh, it needed some tweaking. Mm, that's not good. relevant. 3.25. Refreshing on a 108 degree day. Fuck. Probably rated a little higher since it's so hot and the ice cold beer tastes so good. Fuck that. 108 degrees. <laughs> Global warming's a hoax. Yeah. <laughs> Very good summer beer. Yeah. I feel like this one should have been higher than a three point two five or five two average. Like all the uh, related comments. Yeah,
2: everybody seems to be like enjoying it.
1: Oh, go ahead and tip tap tip tap tap it in. Tipper and tapper. iter to tipper tipper, tipper. tipper tipper. Let's do this. Camera photo op with the <laughs> <laughs> got it in the background.
2: I think I know what I'm gonna do. Oh, I forgot to make a comment. Too late.
1: Yeah, me too, but I wasn't going to. (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, I gave it a four even. Even Stevens. This is really, really smooth, really uh, nice to drink, uh, being warm. It's not one of the hotter days today. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got a a nice cold front in yesterday with that rain, and it just hasn't gone up yet. Um, But it's still like in the 70s. Could be 80s now, but it's still pretty pretty warm out there, and this is still refreshing. Yeah. Uh, For being the fifth beer, just sitting in a cooler, it's still really refreshing. Uh, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but the orange flavor is great but the smell is not quite there Mm -hmm. and that reminds me of an orange in the first place that's true and it's not quite like the you know orange cleaners or it's like an actual orange it's yeah you're like oh that smells woo wee it's like they use the peel
2: and the orange and every part of it
1: yeah they just like chop the bad boy up and then threw it in there yeah so big fan big fan kind of interested since that that gal said it was the honey is so good. And mm-hmm. she was like, Yeah, this one's okay. I'm like, I think this is great. I wonder uh, what that tastes taste like. The,
2: the honey wit beer, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I went just a little bit lower, three point seven five. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty on par with you though, in my opinions. I wish like I get a lot of the honey flavor. I wish the orange maybe was a little stronger. And I wish there was a little bit of that banana or like the actual wit beer flavor that would come through. Uh, instead of just like, uh, I don't know. For me, I'm getting just pulling out a lot of honey in my mouth. But mm-hmm. overall, it's definitely a good beer. And in, uh, in a warm room like this, it is uh, definitely hitting the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wish maybe there's a little bit more to it. Overall, very good though. Mm-hmm. Last one. Save the best for last.
1: All right. Last but not least, we have a mocha stout. It is aptly named mocha stout. Uh, 5.6% ABVs, 22 IBUs, and I don't even need to look it up to know what it is. 22 Jump Street. (laughs) We have that one often. The fact that we have 21 and 22 together as 21 Jump Street, 22 (laughs) Jump Street, kind of easy to remember because we get those two numbers quite often. Uh, This slightly sweet stout is strong on chocolate malt flavors. Yum. Ramped up on fresh ground java beans and chocolate. Yum. Light overall on the palate. This beer drinks easy and pleases frequently. (laughs) Oh, hey there. It Pleases frequently. (laughs) Uh, Williamette and Cascade Hops. Uh, So you remember the stout that I made last year? Yes. I had Williamette. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't have Cascades, but I, I did have the Williamette. Uh,
2: so on the bottle, we've got like an orange background with a bicep curl happening. Yeah, he's flexing he, on he's us. flexing with a cup of Joe on huh. his bicep. That's it. That's that's <laughs> all that you can say about it. There's not no, nothing else happening. Yeah. But it's not like a real
1: arm. It's animated. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Dark as night.
2: Yep, that's that's what a stout looks like.
1: Yeah, I don't really see maybe a, a hint of brown down at the bottom, where, you know, you're thinking reds, but you just see the browns. It's definitely down at the bottom. Yeah. Not I, quite dark night at midnight.
2: I know, I was going to go with the um, guy in this Game of Thrones one.
1: Oh, the Jon Snow and the mm, Iron Throne? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that. I
2: don't think we've had that one in a while.
1: Nope. It smells like a stout.
2: Yeah, I'm getting hints of coffee.
1: Yep, I don't really smell chocolate, which I don't really know if chocolate has that great of Not a smell. So. Not sh-
2: super strong, like coffee you can smell. I don't know if I walked into a room and like it smells like chocolate in here.
1: This <laughs> is like like shredded melted yeah. chocolate. Pretty obvious, but yeah, I definitely smell like stouty, and mm-hmm. smell the the coffee. All
2: right, let's do this. Okay. Oh wow! Exactly how it should taste. Yeah, no complaints. A little light, but it's always nice to have that mm-hmm. option of a light stout. Instead of like an imperial stout, where you're like, Yeah, this tastes like a barrel,
1: or <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of like bitterness to it. It's from the coffee 100%, mm-hmm. probably agreed. There's a light, chocolatey taste to it, very light. If they told me that this is a coffee this is mocha stout and then didn't mention anything about chocolate, I would have not known the wiser or thought mm-hmm. anything different. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: It's just kind of hint on the back end, I
1: feel like, yeah. But easy drinking for sure. I can destroy these. Mm, this is a summer stout. Yeah, that's for sure. It was a little headier
2: than the previous beers, but it calmed down quickly.
1: Yeah. This one uh, has a 3.69 average. Isn't that now the highest rated beer that was on here?
2: Um, It's pretty close. I think one was like 3.68 or something, like real close around that area.
1: Yeah, this one only had 563 check-ins. Two of them this month.
2: See anybody have any good things to say. Obviously, none of our friends have checked this in, so we haven't even mentioned them because yeah, not something you'll find in this area.
1: Roasty, malt, bitter, not sweet. Four and a half. Wow.
2: Stacy says, I'm opening myself up to more coffee flavors, and she gave it a four.
1: Gets more rich as it warms. Pretty tasty. Mm -hmm. Brandon K. said, 3.5. Pretty tasty is a 3.5 to him.
2: Guess it's not delicious. Uh, Diabla, good chocolate smell, really good coffee and chocolate taste, and a 4.25.
1: Burnett, give it a 1.25.
2: What? A yeah,
1: piece of work. I don't like stones. Stacey R, uh, a, a, a new, not a newcomer, uh, a familiar face because we've read her comments before. <laughs> yes. Uh, I still like it, even maybe even more. I would eat Girl Scout cookies with this one, especially the Samoas.
2: Oh, that's a little pale's pairing.
1: It is a little pale's pairing. Thanks, Stacy R. Uh, we get a 4.0. We
2: forgot to do our Pails pairings this episode.
1: Yeah. Pails not here. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't do them anyways.
2: Unless we, uh, <laughs> like, told him to. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: good chocolate smell, real good coffee, and chocolate taste. Oh, you already read that one. That was the Diablo one. Yeah
2: christian w from yesterday while watching bah humbug this was in december obviously Uh, 4.25 so i think that's about it for this year yeah this is a damn good stout i'm
1: pretty impressed uh, yeah
2: i'm pretty happy with this choice
1: very reminiscent of those java stouts that like matt anthony and uh oh yeah all right i am in
2: i am in well i'm working on it I gave it a four point two five. Oh nice. My probably my favorite one mm-hmm. of this six pack. I uh I like that it's it's got everything that it's describing. The chocolate is there a little bit lesser, but it's a mocha stout, not a chocolate mocha stout or anything. Yeah. So it makes sense. that the coffee comes through perfectly, the stout comes through great, and it's a light version, so you can drink it on a hot, sweaty day and not like those Imperial ones where it's like one and done, you could probably drink two or three of these and it's only like five and a half percent. So it's perfect. Right. So
1: definitely enjoying this one. Yeah. I also gave it a 4.25. Whoa. Whoa. It's like we do this often or something. <laughs> uh But yeah, to basically add to what you're saying, uh, I think that because it says mocha, there is a little bit of anticipation of having some chocolate, which is there, which is great. Mm-hmm. And when you order a mocha, you're not getting a chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get your coffee taste, you get a little bit of chocolate. It's very smooth, very drinkable. I would, hands down, drink an entire six pack of these, like, within a day or two. Right. If yeah. if I went back there, this would be my go-to, number one. Right definitely be interested in trying like the things i haven't had but this mm-hmm. would be like if i'm just going to grab one beer one 16 ounce pour it'd probably be that so if we want to go
2: quick recap this was our favorite beer yeah which i expected altered states was our second favorite beer out of four which
1: i, I was kind of i was hoping you know yeah. like i saw the pictures and like oh that looks pretty dope which your most anticipated beer
2: also our second favorite um, and then the Orange Honey Wheat, mm-hmm. followed by the Bucket Brigade, then the SS American Memorial, and last is the IPA.
1: Yeah, those are basically interchangeable. The, the SS Memorial deserves to be higher than that IPA because that California Common is a newer style yes, to us. It's and something
2: unique and we, can, we don't have a lot to compare it to and to be able, like shit on it for right. any
1: reason. I'll oh, gladly shit all over the IPA, though. That was not good. <laughs> yeah. I still rate it a little bit higher, but it still was not good.
2: You expect craft breweries to have a good IPA. Mm-hmm. That's what any craft brewery has to have these days, because that's like the go-to style for craft beer drinkers right but this is since they're like a german beer focused company it kind of makes sense why their ipa is not as up to par right. with some of their more german beers
1: it's like this is the only ipa that they have and it's because they needed to have one <laughs> uh, they just have i wonder if you guys can hear that thing this is a <laughs> this massive is a bee. fucking wasp <laughs> and he's making he is making a ruckus <laughs> yeah overall, it was really good uh, I like this variety. Oh. We had,
2: what, six different styles, and mm-hmm. they've all uh, hit us differently. So,
1: yeah. I mean. Pretty excited to try more Texas style beers. Yeah. Um, my buddy sent me some Avery. Uh, and the only other Avery that we had was when we did the collab Sun King one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only had one can of it left, so I graciously brought it to Andrew. <laughs> he can have it. Because I, I have a six pack, I drank all five, five <laughs> of them. <was> <laughs> it must good. have been good. Yeah, uh, but as for having that on an episode, probably not going to happen. We haven't been doing any in beer out beers That's recently, true. so it wasn't worth saving. But uh, overall, I think uh, my experience with Texas style craft beers have been uh, pretty oh, good.
2: Been pretty on the. On the plus side.
1: Yeah, and this is close to Austin. Austin is supposed to be like the mecca mm-hmm. of craft beers, that in Houston. So, pretty excited. Um, if you guys want to send us some beers from your, your area, that'd, <laughs> that'd be, be cool. Nice. But uh, ultimately, we'd like to get over there and try some stuff. Uh, like,
2: uh, I can't remember the name of the brewery, but the Black is Beautiful beer, it came out of San Antonio. Mm. That's the where the brewery is located that started that, so... It would have been nice, but I wasn't gonna force Sarah to drive to San Antonio to pick up a beer, <laughs> right?
1: Hey, you don't do anything, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go to San Antonio,
2: so. but I do have a version of that beer we will be reviewing from Gugman House on a future episode or a past episode, <laughs> I don't know. right? But
1: already that'll do it for this episode, for sure. First one back, With just the just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a good start. We'll see how it goes. Then we both just come down sick. No, no, <laughs> I think we both already had it. So it's yeah, like yeah,
2: not a big concern for me.
1: Right, I really need to get that antibodies test mm. just to make sure. But all right, we're gonna sign out, and we got other stuff to do. So until next time, drink up and geek out.